Earth is a gallery. We are the works of art. All in the same family, beating with one heart. Pride tears us apart. Be wise and let's connect. When lost becomes found. Yeah, this is the bridge. Praise God. Grace and peace to you. This is Prophet Link. The homie Lost and Found is here. And you are on the Missing Link podcast. podcast. And we got Mr. 350 Music. Three five from, from the east, east side. side. Yeah. Yo, yes, sir. That's the homie. That's my my King's Dream Patreon brother right there. Yes, sir. Yo, ski. Bro, tell us, tell the people who you are, what you do, and then we start chopping it down, man. So man, so I'm I'm three fifty, Mr. Three Five from the East Side himself. You know what I mean? I'm come from South Texas, bro. And uh, yeah, man, I, I'm a I'm the leader of the collective Solace Music. I'm an artist. I'm a producer. I engineer everything that I've ever put out, uh, except coming into Goldie. That's when I stopped. And yeah, man, I'm, I just love what I do. Uh, former pastor for youth. Yeah, man. I mean, I can go through the whole resume, but yeah, bro, I just love the Lord. I love good music. Good music. You know, let's put an emphasis on that. You know, <laughs> and and yeah, man, I'm just here to, to build up the kingdom, make dope music. Yo, so spare no detail. Talk about that. You was a youth pastor, man. Yeah, bro. So I'm I'm married. Uh, I married my wife when I was 20, uh, and we didn't know. Like I was homeless for a second, bro, and she took me in, and I didn't know what God had planned, bro. And literally the the week of my wedding, I got a call. You know, hey, we need we need uh, you to come pastor for us, a local church here in McAllen, Texas. And yeah, bro. So they 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 put us on. They really helped us out. And because I have some uh, what is it called? Like some seminary training through Dallas Baptist University. I was able to get that spot uh, and it really helped us out, help us pay for our wedding and really helped us build up uh, and really get perspective of the local youth. Uh, in our community and just in general, because, you know, in this new age, uh, uh, Gen, Gen Z kind of era, it's it's totally different from what any other like youth pastor has ever, you know, encountered with yeah. social media era with, uh, you know, talking about relationships. Most relationships begin on the phone. That's not how it how it started with me and my wife. You know, what I mean, it started face to face. And I'm sure with y'all as well, you know, most relationships were face to face. Gen Z, it's on the phone, man. So it really gave us perspective on how to how to reach the kids. And, you know, praise God, now that I'm not doing that for music, you know, I know how to reach the kids a little bit better now than I did before I was pastoring. Uh, so, man, it was, it was it was a great time of my life, dude. And I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. But yeah, man, it, it was wow. awesome. So what came first? Was it the artist or the pastor? The pastor, bro. Mm. Actually, so actually, man, I grew up in a church. I've always been doing music. I grew up writing like Christian rock songs. So I grew up in that kind of church. I'm, I'm, I'm Mexicano, bro. So they didn't. I wasn't allowed to hear secular music, you know. So that that's why I'm such a big Lecrae fan because, you know, shout out to Lecrae. I could only listen to Lecrae growing up, you know what I mean? Or like TFK, Thousand Foot Crutch, or Switchfoot, you know. So I grew up writing Christian rock songs that evolved to rap, but I, I didn't take it seriously till I got married. You know what I mean? And more, more so, I didn't take it seriously till I dropped Seasons, which was um, right after I finished my pastoring. 
you know so definitely the official pastor came first and then the official artist which is when y'all started to see me which is when i joined the patreon with uh king's wow. dream you know that was that was the time so, so man, that makes so, sense it, go ahead Eleanor. No, yeah, so man. that makes sense because that's. I was like, "Yo, where does dude come from?" Like, I saw you on Critique Fridays. Uh, you dropped "Resonate" on there. I was like, "Okay, resonate, resonate." That was it. Was is dope? So I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." And then I think right after that might have been three five from the well, or was it Eastside? Um, I think Eastside might have been right after that. I was like, "Yo, this dude is kind of crazy." Like. So where where did you come from, bro? I know you know we're talking about the uh, the pastoring side, so the ministerial side, but musically, where is this coming from, bro? Dude, I'm a big fan of the culture. You know, coming like how I talked about, I wasn't able to hear secular music. You know, when I was able to, I, dude, I was in high school. I'm sorry, can you hear my dogs? But you, I, I was you good, uh, bro. I got my daughter, and now my two nieces are here in the basement. <laughs> we good. This is this is COVID life. Yeah, we, hey, we, uh, all in New York we, City right here. So it, it is what it is. <laughs> we go ahead, bro. Nah, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, man, I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of the culture. I, literally, my first rap song I heard was Eminem. You know what I mean? So, uh, lose yourself. <laughs> like everybody's introduction. You know what I mean? And, bro, I, so I, I grew up. This is kind of going to be a shock. I grew up on like MF Doom, you know, RIP, Slaughterhouse, Tech 9 Strange Music, you know what I mean? And I guess that's where you can say I got my like rippity rap, you know, Royster 5-9 taught me how to make hooks. Uh, you know what I mean? Just studying the culture when I really got a chance to get into it, when I really learned my word and I learned about my own convictions, you know, and just appreciating the art, the art form of it. I really dove in deep. There's not a, there's not a thing that I do that I go halfways in. When I go into something, I go in like fully. So when I uh, approached music, I approached it with the sense of like, I'm gonna learn everything I can. You know, there's not gonna be a rock uncovered when it comes to music. And you know, that's the sound comes from, like the sound that I'm doing comes from like a prediction of what will come, you know what I mean? So, and an evolve of what is now and what is to come. So. Uh, that's why I have like that, yeah, uh-huh, like that that big high pitch. I bring up my higher register because that's kind of like what's in. But you know, you still hear the this this the the underground rap of like I'm really like spitting. You know, like I know I know my syllables. I know my you know no flex, but I just it's because I really take the time and it's really intentional with what I do. But yeah, man. So that's where all that came from. Just years of. Sh- actually listening to music i love music in general and one thing i say if i if anybody can take this away is never trust anybody that only hears rap music you know (laughs) so if if anybody only if anybody only hears rap music bro like and they're they're an artist like you can't don't rock with them bro like musically at least you know they're they're brother and sister bro andy Mino said it himself like he he took he like you know anything but country. He was taking influence from writing from country. Me, I take it from like alternative music. Uh, you know, some of the greatest artists like Kanye takes influence from like you know like crazy like like from back then. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I'm, I'm blanking out with names. XSX Tentacion, like that alternative punk rock. Playboy Cardi, punk rock. He's not really, you know, whatever. But yeah, so, you know, like, you have to take influence from something other than rap to create good rap. 
you know, because there has to be a musicality to it. If there's no musicality to it, then you're just, I'm sorry, man. It, it, it's not going to have any weight. It's not going to have any substance. That's that's the difference between rap music and longevity. You know, what I mean, you got you got to be able to create a dope body of work, you know, and that's that's why I'm so invested in music because I'm really here for the long run. I really want to do this to build up the kingdom for a for a long time, man. And just create create stuff that'll stick with people, bro. There, there's nothing more fun when you hear a good song and you just can you know like you, y'all getting that yeah. smile on your face because you know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. when you hear that good song and it just sticks with you, bro. Like I love that kind of stuff, bro. Sorry for rambling yeah. on. Hey. No, no, this is all we highlighting you. The, the point of the Missing Link podcast is we want to connect creators and fans. And we are genuine fans of your music and your craft and your art. Uh, thank you, LNF. He's in live in NYC. I'm upstate New York right now. And <laughs> the mom in law. NYC, bro. <laughs> the mom you might hear the. Uh, but, <laughs> man, and, and you, you said something so pivotal and crucial. Like, you're a student of the game and you're the student of the, of the art form as a whole not just one particular genre or one particular way of doing it which is why i think your music resonates on so many different wavelengths like you like you i know for sure you killing it in the younger crowd the teens you could you could kill it in a youth event um and by youth event i mean period uh, not just a youth group i don't yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not, not talking yet. about particular evangelical not just markets yet. right now we don't want to get controversial no nah, shade, but you know what no, i mean no shade, like, bro. You, yeah. you, you can hit all types of demographics and age ranges and levels of spiritual maturity too like with your music like it's a perfect fusion of that and we was actually we had an interview uh go check that out if you guys haven't already by the time that this one uh comes out yeah the truth. uh the truth and he was talking about yo he was genuinely telling us that he's he's filling your generation of artists right now that are creators right that are just you're, you're just focused on creating and Man. being who you are and how you support one another and how there's kind of like this ecosystem of believers that support one another you're making songs together you're doing videos together you're uh booking shows together right and just supporting like it coming like even if you don't have any direct project link with each other the homies are, are commenting on your post they dropping emojis right. they say they're sharing it to the timelines you know what i mean like that organic thing you got a fan you got Man. a fan you got fans out there and they're it, watching it, you bro so Man, taking a quick pivot. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Man, it, it sorry, and it, it's crazy if I can speak on that. Like most, um, you get more love from the from the past generation than you do your own generation because they can recognize and they've been in that kind of they've been in that seat before. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's it's a little bit sad, but in our generation, well, with any generation coming up. There's always the, you know, side looking of like, oh, this guy's passing me or, oh, I'm ahead of this guy. Like this kind of like, oh, you know, you, you kind of don't want to give this person your fans or you don't want. And I, I think that's a little bit sad. That's a little bit when we should all just be like, I think Ruslan says it himself, bro. Sorry, I keep going back to that. But y'all are students of him as well. Like he says, bro, like there's enough fans for everybody, bro. I don't just got freaking... I don't just got Drake on my phone. If I'm a Drake fan, I don't just got Drake, period. Like, I got Drake. I got ASAP Rocky. I got Lecrae. I got, you know what I mean? There's room for there's room for all of us in, in somebody's wow. catalog. You know what I mean? So, I think people re- really should take take heed of that. And 
really build up each other. You know, it shouldn't have to be in hindsight. If you get me, it should it should be, you know, I recognize what you're doing and it should be a, a, a call of discernment as well. Mm. If you if you really feel somebody spiritually, uh, because we don't know somebody's future. I could be building up this person and he <laughs> turns out to be like a serial killer or something like that. Just real extreme, real extreme. Right. But, it's it, you know, I didn't want to say anything like too specific. But yeah, like. You know, he says, you know, so I don't know, like maybe God, I see something in him, but God's saying, you know, don't, you know, don't just stay away from that. And, you know, there comes the Holy Spirit there as well. But I mean, just in general, bro, we need to really be building up each other, which is why, you know, I re- really respect and love this podcast that y'all doing, bro. Crazy. Um, really kudos to y'all for that, bro. Appreciate it, man. Yo, so one of the questions I have is like, who are some of your influences outside of hip-hop because i think you said switch foot but who are some of the maybe some of the other genres and artists that you you know maybe grew up listening to because i went back and i listened to uh to why i don't know where how i missed it but i went back and listened to why i was like yo you got love that back. like bro you you doing the the hype stuff that we got you know that's modern but then you also got boom back and it's like but you can you can do both styles or you know and, and multiple styles so bro who are some of the the influences that that have i guess influenced you if i can say bro that song why um uh, you know why uh is really because i really put that that song out like that that was the i'm sorry i'm i'm trying to get my words that was the main song that i wanted to put out but then i'm like i can't really just put out this so i put undisturbed with it as well it was just like a throwaway track that I had, but then that's the song that got me invited to Reach Records, which is weird. Like it was just a throwaway track, but they were feeling it. But you know why is really like I say all that to say that you like that kind of music is really the music that I grew up making, and I really want to be the the forefront of who I am. And you'll see it in my project that I'm putting out this summer. Like I have. Um, a few boom bap tracks but they're very like new age and very like yeah but uh going to your question bro like a lot of the influences outside of rap i can i can name a few the neighborhood you know i love the neighborhood and you probably recognize them from the song sweater weather the it's too cold you know that kind of you know and so I, wow. I, I I didn't know where you were going with that until you sang that part of it, and now I know exactly what you're talking about. So, like so uh, <laughs> and my wife, she hears like the hooks I be making, and she's like, "Bro, like you're totally biting," <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because because like I love their sound so much, she can definitely hear the influence. And if you hear their music, like the the singer, he has like a kind of kid voice, the same way that I do. I'm 23, and I still have this voice. I still sound like if I'm in high school, which is all right, I guess. But you know, so does the so does the main singer. You low key look like you're still in high school. So praise God, the jeans. I, I just shaved. I just shaved, bro. <laughs> so, uh, nah. And that's that's crazy because I mean, timeline wise, and just how I identify, resonate with a lot of what you're sharing. I got married at 23. Um, I got married at 23 um, in very humble humble circumstances leading up to my salvation. Um, So like 
the timeline just as far as certain milestones is kind of off but i could def- definitely identify with it's kind of like the life situations that you have yeah but yeah like the, you, time, you the timeline the, of everything yeah, yeah, yeah. The timeline, it's, it's so crazy i got married at 23 but i got saved at 20 but anyway you, you were talking about you. your influences your influence about <laughs> sorry you. man no you go no no i thank you for that bro um, I mean, definitely we can see each other like in the same, it's just different ages, bro. I, I hear that a lot. Like a lot of people getting, getting like they get saved and then God leads them into marriage. And like, there's definitely like a big, a big, uh, you can see God's hand in his purpose and some things like that, or you just see it like in a lot of believers where like, that's just how things work out, you know, so far, like people get saved, they get, you know, da 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 da, and then like. You know, God leads them into marriage or, you know, God leads them into ministry or something like that. Like, it, it's just really like shows how God is taking care of his people, which is I mean, it's super cool to see his hand. Uh, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So um, influences. Sorry. It's uh, so, yeah, alternative music is a big one. The 1975. Like, that's where I really get like like my musical hooks from, like the singing kind of hooks or just uh, just things that are catchy. I get from alternative music. I get from R&B music. I love Party Next Door. I love uh, who's somebody that I've been hearing lately. I love like SZA. These are just like big names, but like I, I really like to go into like the underground of of music. Like UMI, if nobody's heard UMI, like she is amazing. Such a beautiful writer, bro. Like she writes stuff that like I've never gone through. But I understand what she's saying. Like, it makes me feel like if I've gone through it, but I haven't. You know, she did. That's how good of a writer she is. And, you know, what I mean, and that, I think that's like the 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 milestone that, you know, writers want to reach is where we can make people feel what we feel um, through our writing, you know, which is super cool. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I think more so just to just to stay within the genre, like rock music as well. Um, everybody knows Red Hot Chili Peppers, bro. Like their 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 songwriting is so good. It's just Nirvana as well. You know, just all the all these people that you are starting to see if you are on TikTok, you're starting to see them come up now again because that is what younger people want you know it, it, it's weird to see it but nirvana is wow. popping off on tiktok the song teen spirit smells like smells like teen spirit there's like a whole there's like a bunch of remixes on it like they even put like a something on like a drill beat of pop smoke wow if you've seen it no i haven't dude dude and it's the like if i i'll have my phone but i would show you and I, i'll dm it to y'all but like Bro, why is something from the 80s popping off in 2021? It's because, you know, it's because people want that sort of substance. People need that sort of uh, that tie in. And they just like the way that kind of sound resonates with them. It's just it's just really dope to see that that sound still exists and it's still thriving and it's still here to stay. You know, the number one song out right now is Driver's License, which is a singer-songwriter jam. It's nothing trap. It's nothing sexual. It's it's a song about uh, reminiscing, you know, and she tells a story about how we were supposed to be something, but now I, we talked about getting my driver's license. I'm 16. I got my driver's license now. 
and you're not here. And now I, you know, I was supposed to, I was supposed to drive to your house when I got my driver's license, but now I have nowhere to drive now that I have my driver's <laughs> license. You know, I've never gone through that, right. but I can feel yeah, that. Because it has to do with hurt, it's disappointment, weird. friendships, relationships, which is, yo, that's a right. perfect uh, springboard. Um, just coming from your perspective, like this is so sobering and great to hear from you um, and just your art. And it, it makes a whole lot more sense now when I go back and listen to your music. Like, oh, I get it now. This is the place and the mindset that he He's writing from man, uh, which is so deep because I, I think of immediate like an Alicia Cara. Yo, she is dope, like super dope. I started listening to like I was like, okay, I know all of her pop radio music. Let me go and listen to some of the projects she's done. And it's kind of like she's she got this one song where she's just invited to a party, and it's kind of like you know the upper echelon of popular people. What's that? What's oh, that I, can't, I can't remember the name of it right now, but. I think you know what please. I'm talking about. Um she got this song, she's she's invited to a party and it's kinda like the bourgeoisie, you got the upper you got the it's kinda like high school all over again. You got the different tiers of people, you got the nerds over here, right. you got these people over here. But then she's talking about this whole like I don't fit in this space and I don't even enjoy being in these circles. I'd rather be home and be kinda like to myself. Like she's speaking the heart of an introvert outwardly and singing it and so like super dope so that's what i think of. so i guess the pivot so and, cool. and just to draw it back towards you um what would be your advice for like other creators especially within your generation and coming forward after you um as far as like their creative process and being who they are because it's it's still it sounds like you're still finding yourself and how to project that as like not not that you're not being genuine, but you're still kind of finding the proper mode and way how, of mm-hmm. how you want to release bits and pieces of yourself and then be your full self, if that makes sense. So, what would be your advice to like right. along that process? Yeah. So, I, it's crazy that you can tell. I mean, there's really no substance in you know just to be myself. I mean, to be transparent, there's really no clear motive in Eastside. You know, there is a story on on the song on why I chose the East Side, but if you're hearing the lyrics, running it, feeling like gunning it, like, I mean, it, it's just fun, fun music. Uh, you know, I did that mainly for a fan base, you know? I mean, I love 1K Few, but uh, he's not really, like, my first choice. <laughs> but no, like, I, I love his joke. music. But he, he, no, no, not like that. <laughs> yeah, nah, but he, he, like, it was very intentional getting 1K Few because he, he makes music like that. I mean, if you hear his projects, he has substance in there and he, he talks about, you know, the struggles of being in Atlanta and like people being, his people being locked up and they're just trying to feed their families, you know, and he has that. But you can tell from his singles, those are fun songs. You know, those are cool. They're cool songs for a specific purpose. So the advice that I give is have a specific purpose in the way that you want to present yourself and the way that you want to get fans, because it, it's not, um, it's not very sad, but it can be very detrimental if you try and put your whole foot forward, you know, and just be yourself straight out the gate. I don't want to know about, uh, LNF's, you know, <laughs> drug problems the first time I see him <laughs> or like his, his drug, his struggles right. with sin. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get in deep in conversations with him the first time I meet him, you know, right. first time it's going to be small talk. 
LNF, you know, what's up, bro? How the kids, you know what I'm saying? But then really when I sit down, really when I sit down with LNF, bro, then that's when we really get deep and that's when we really talk. But that takes time. You know what I mean? It takes time to build that relationship. So really, you got to treat music like you're building a relationship with somebody because, you know, if we are, you know, you talk about resonating with people, you know, you're really you're really getting a connection with them through your music. So, you know, start, you know, start approachable, be approachable at first, be have quality and have a good approachable content you know don't be real straight up straight out the gate you know what i mean save that you know for the project i would say or save it for your core fan base that's why i like to do double singles sometimes because i have the first one for newer newer fan base and then the second one's for my core which you know like if you rocking with me you're gonna rock with me and you're gonna hear that but most people like people in the industry they shy away from Double singles yeah. because they're like, oh, bro. Then the second song gets uh, it gets like shadowed out and nobody hears that one. Well, I'm like, well, if they're my core fan base, they're definitely gonna hear it because they're gonna hear anything that comes out. So I'm doing it for them. The first song is for the newer, the newer people that are coming, the one that's approachable, you know. So be very intentional with the relationship you're trying to build with your fan, you know, and be approachable is the big is the big thing. Yo, that, yo. So I have to say this disclaimer, and then I'll let LNF steer it off. I have to give this disclaimer because I don't want people to think I did an interview with Three Five, and then now I'm biting off his idea. So yeah. I have an idea for a double single, actually, and it was just because hey. both both songs play directly into each other, even with the titles and even just the, sonically, right? Um, so I, I just had to put that out there, and and because they came from the same producer, it was kind of like a beat sale. And I fell in love with both of them, and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know which one to get." Okay, I'm gonna get both. Spill and it, then bro. I had this idea for double six. Spill it, bro. I just who's the producer? I, I just had to, had to put that out there. Oh, um, it was plus forty eight actually. So plus forty eight. Um, praise God, he he produced executive produced right. Like yeah, the whole, the whole project. He, he mixed project. it. He mixed it all. The whole Sasura project. It makes it makes it mastered, yeah. Executive produced it. So anyway, go ahead. Crazy. I don't know if you want to pivot. I got I got a good follow up, especially with these clubhouse conversations we've been having. You said something super key that I want to go back to. But go ahead, I don't know. Man, yeah, because three fifty over here dropping jewels, so he he doing his master class right Man. now. But I, I got to circle back to something you said because you said you re- you visited Reach, bro. Um, so when are you getting signed by Reach? Or nah, did it already happen? Nah, I, I can definitely say I, I haven't signed anything as of today, one twenty three. On January twenty third, I have not signed anything. <laughs> so a little, a little, a little. Uh, you can probably fill me in, fill it in where I miss out, proper link. But what was it one day on our last radio show, Rise of Worldwide? We pred- predicted one day was getting signed. Who else? Who else was it? Uh, was it AI? We AI? interviewed one day right before she got signed to Reach, yeah. and then AI right before she got signed to GOM. To GOM. So, I mean, so we got a track record. We're just saying, we're not saying we're prophetic. Like, prop, the prophet's hey, name prophet. that's not like, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I see the name prophet, and I, I think prophecy. Call me old fashioned. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know what to think, so, bro. Amen. I'm linking the prophetic world together. Amen. But um, so uh, just speaking on that and navigating the, these different spaces, and we had a lot of um, kind of, I don't know if he was online or offline, 
if I don't remember. But anyway, we've had a lot of conversations about this within the Patreon community um, about these different exposures and meeting different people and stuff like that. Um, and I want to I wanted to go back to what you were sharing, just how to be genuinely yourself and then kind of introduce more of your intimate, like sharing intimate details about yourself is not something you do right off the bat. That's going to turn somebody off. You got to throw up all over them is a term that I learned in, in multi-level that's marketing. A good, that's a good um, term. It's like you're throwing up all over somebody. Yeah. So how do you navigate those spaces and how do you kind of switch? Do you use code switching? Is it kind of like just a skill that you acquired or is it just a mentality? Like what, what's so, the kind of the thought process behind that navigating these different circles and spaces i'd say really examine the people that do it right you know so if you have an album that you say like man this album has no skips see why why does it have no skips you know so look at the people look at the people that do it right and i say somebody that did it right was beam you know i love beam's music and i really was i'm fortunate because we were like especially here in chh I'm sorry. Is my light going down? I got natural light, but it seems like the sun's going away. <laughs> but okay, but you're welcome, bro. I'll turn the lights on in a bit. You fine? But uh, yeah, man, like Beam really did it right in the way that he he first was dropping like single, 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 and then and they were all like, man, these are hitters, and it, he really slowly started to incorporate his like higher register of singing and the falsettos. And he like further deeper into the kind of sound that Jamaican sound that he was trying to do. And, you know, he if you hear like his first singles like Cactus or like uh, Chat Bout, oh, Chat Bout, I think he did have that. But like Cactus or there's another one. But the, the, these tracks that he were doing, they it, it, it's very entry level than his Project 95. You know, his Project 95 is very like, man, this is where we really got to hear the beam that we know and love today but we but we still love that one that was doing singles because that's all we knew but then he further took off another layer and then took off another layer to where we now and love know and love this beam you know so uh really like and if you have that's just for me i love beam if you have an artist that you like uh and you think man this guy is doing it correctly see why he's doing it correctly you know it really study people that did it right and i think that's the the very the very fortunate thing about hindsight is you can really acknowledge uh acknowledge the people that did it right and learn from them you know don't don't think that you have to do it on your own another thing i'd say is you know i have my i have my team with me which is my wife my little brother a3 uh a3 is so wise in music bro and like i wouldn't you know I, yeah, he's just so wise and I, I counsel him. I counsel, you know, I have people like DJ Mike LV. I have people like, you know, that that just helped me out. And, you know, if I, if I can't see beyond my own perspective, I reach out to somebody beyond it, you know? So, so, and I, I think those are key things. And then first and foremost, beyond before everything is to take it up in prayer. You know, if the, you know, you really have to understand that, we only see things in the now and past, but God sees everything in the future. So who who are we going to go if we have uh, an anxiety about what's going to come next? I mean, I'm going to go to the only person that knows what's next. You know what I mean? So that's where that's where your relationship with God becomes key is to trust him. And it's a very it's a very wise thing to do. So, uh, in 
in the word of God is to is to really it begins in the fear of God, you know, really, really acknowledging, understanding that he's the only one that has that kind of that kind of perspective, you know, like in Job, you know, where Job, you know, he only saw in the midst of his of his problems. But, you know, God really took him out of that perspective to see, you know, there, there's much more than we understand from the hearing now. So really take your things for the future to God and, you know, leave it there. And then you'll see, like, you'll see him come through. And I, I say this to all the youth, like, really, it, it's a bad word to say and people going to get mad at me. But I say really test them testament that you know and i think i think it's biblical you know taste and see that the lord is good you know really like really go in and give it a try you know see that god will come through you know and um in music as well bro try it out i i know there's a lot of chh artists though they're chh they have not tried it out you know so really really try and trust God with your music, bro. You can't do it all on your own. You know, it, it's it's hard. You know, we don't know our future and a lot of music depends on, am I doing this right? Am I setting this up right? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? You know, man, only, only God knows that, bro. You know, so go to him with it. And that's one thing I really try and relate to my, my little brother, A3. But yeah, man. Yo, Pastor Fire just came out. <laughs> I just came out with the word. Be yes, was fear begins at the fear, fear of God. God. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. Yep. So you you did bring up um like anxiety, right? Having anxiety is this something that like is a part of like your testimony? So in particular, so man, I uh, since I was six. You know, sorry to throw up on you, but I please. I, this is where it's at. Let's <laughs> do it. Yes, sir. Get your get your face ready. Nah, but uh, I um, I grew up with an anxiety disorder, so it's it's medically called GAD, which is general anxiety disorder, which means that because of the way I grew up, which I won't really uh, get into too much, uh, I grew up so anxious that now my body doesn't know when to be anxious within context. And, you know, because anxiety is a good thing, says my my uh, psychiatrist, you know, the one that actually prescribes medication. He says anxiety is a good thing. It's a it's a thing of what is it called? Adaptation. Like indicator, you think? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a thing of 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 being safe. You know, you if, if uh, there's a fire, you're going to be anxious because you're trying to survive. You know, it's a survival thing. So with. Exactly. Well, yeah. So it, it it's good. Anxiety is good within context, within the right uh, rationality of it. Uh, and that's the thing. My body doesn't like begins to have panic attacks and adrenaline when it's irrational. You know, stuff that's like uh, beyond context. You know, if I, I shouldn't be, you know, if I'm watching The Bachelor, I shouldn't be having a panic attack thinking that I'm about to die. You know, like that's irrational and that's out of context you know what i mean it's like a weird context so that is from where i come from and if i'm full transparency i had to give up um ministering and being a pastor you know most people think that you're a pastor forever i had to lay that down to the lord because of that because i had to really get 
get a hold of that. So I barely started medication July of last year, you know, not not this past July, but the July before. And that's when I quit, uh, quit being a pastor. You know, I laid that down to the church and I really talked with them and they were they were off for it, you know, and um, they really sat down and prayed with me about it, you know, like because it's something that can really tear you down. I, I feel that I was really on the brink of suicide because I I've had this so long. I tell you, since I was six years old, I re- that's when I remember my first panic attack, um, you know, sleeping on the couch in my mom's house. And, uh, you know, I- I've had it for so long, I didn't think it would end. You know, I said, there's not a life that's, you know, if I'm going to be scared, if I'm going to think I'm going to die my whole life, I might as well just do it. You know, and th- that's where the point I got to. And so I-, I took the liberty of stepping away from ministry and talking to my youth to say, it's important to get healthy. It's important to to know yourself and consult with God and to really build up that relationship. You know, and I think it was a very pivotal moment for for my family and that ministry that's there for those youth to really see, you know, cause I stuck around with them as well. You know, I didn't just dip and they never saw me again. Like I was there and I was there praying with them. I was there worshiping with them while somebody else was leaving, you know? And um, so, yeah, man, that is a big part of my testimony. Um, Of course, you know, my whole collective is called Solace Music, you know, Solace being peace beyond understanding. And I I throw the U in there, S-O-U-L, soul, and then like Solace, but with the soul, you know, it's peace within your soul. And 350, bro, that, that. People ask, "What does 350 mean?" You know, I'm, I'm surprised y'all didn't y'all didn't hit me with that, uh, which is cool. Thank you. I was, I was getting to it, but this is a perfect time. Go right there, man. 350, man. It's everything that I represent. Uh, three, father. You know, the father. Five, my family, my immediate family. That's, um, you know, there's five people in my family, and zero is the things that is on earth under the sun that will bring you peace. You know, that is where it comes from, bro. And that's that's like everything about who I am in music is to help people know that you won't be able to find peace on earth and peace does not come without war, I believe, you know, what I mean, and that's I can back that up with my my own reading in scripture that you really have to there. There is a battle that's been done, you know, John sixteen thirty three that, you know, God's won the war over the world. <clears throat> But so there it shows there's a war there, but so it shows that something had to be fought for. So that peace ha- comes does not come without war. And you really have to fight against things of evil and things of the world spiritually. You know, that 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 is my whole mission statement is to, to show people that if you want peace, there's going to be a fight for it. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God! So for all, so for any of you folks out there that's counting how many times this man says Jesus in his rhymes, or if he's not overt, overtly spitting the gospel on bars, just know his theology is sound. Okay, man. So, dude, and I mean that's okay, bro. Like, I mean, people are gonna be people anyways. But like, I don't think I've ever said Jesus in my word in my songs. Now I think about it. But uh, like, dude. I believe, I believe, don't, don't I believe there's peace. Nah, I'm not gonna do that for <laughs> nobody, bro. But I believe there is peace in songs like Eastside. 
I really believe, you know, I had to sit down and think, you know, because I'm very intentional. I'm like, bro, should I be making only vibe music? Like if I'm my whole thing's peace, but I'm like, bro, like when I'm in the car and I'm jamming out to, <laughs> you know, this is just me. This is just me. Don't, don't crucify me. But I was hearing young, I was hearing, I was hearing, not at all. Nope. We ain't got I was no hearing, around thank here you, bro. I was hearing up. Young Dolph Major, uh, and he was like, sold a hundred pounds, gave ten percent to the pastor, and <laughs> like he was just being dumb with it, bro. Like it was just fun. I wouldn't play it around kids, but you know it was just fun. It wasn't, it wasn't detrimental to my soul. I believe in my own conviction. But in that moment when I'm just there with my wife and we're just like, uh, you know, going crazy with it, I believe there's peace in that, bro. You know, it's taking yourself away from this, 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 um, from the troubles of the world. When you have, when you find a good song, bro, you're, you're taken away from the world, bro. You'll probably see those memes where people are like, oh, when this song hits and you're just like transcend reality, yeah. you know what I <laughs> mean? You. Bro, that's you when you vibe. That's me when I'm hearing like one That's me when I'm listening to 350. Uh, when I'm hearing, I think the last song that did that to me like yesterday was uh, "Back Soon" by One K Few. Ah, oh, dude, oh, that, that song gets me so crazy, bro. But I, you I know, got a, I got a few names like that. But man, yeah. but dude, there's there's peace in that in those kind of songs, bro. Like it does not have to be chill hill song music all the time, you know. Like that's not peace. Peace is living a full life, man. Like you know, and I, I always refer this to proverbs. You know, like people, I always like I would tell the kids, I was like, bro, like. Living a life with God is not living, you know, 24-7 on your knees in prayer. You know, in Proverbs, God gives you tools to live a life and live it to the fullest. He teaches you how to eat. He teaches you how to look for a shoddy, you know, in the Proverbs, bro. Like, he gives you all these tools on how to live a good life. Song of Solomon, bro, is all about sex. I mean, if we want to be real about it, you know, like, he teaches. He teaches us how to do it right, you know, fellas, you know what I'm saying? He teaches us how to do it right. Women as well. Like, he teaches us how to do it right. Uh, everything, you know, teaches us how to eat our diet, how to look for shoddy, how to handle our money. Like, you know, in the Proverbs, he teaches about that. So that shows, bro, like, you're supposed to live your life, bro. So, and that's peace. There's peace in that, bro. So in every aspect, you should have something to bring you peace, bro. And that's, that's, I think that's my whole mission statement, bro, is to, to help people do that and to show that it's not through me, but it's through something that's not in the sun, which is God, God himself, bro. Yahweh created the sun, the stars, the moons are, yo, when I, Amen, when, I, bro. when I listen, when I listen to you and just as I, I view you, just as you speak, you remind me of just how, uh, it, pertaining to what you're saying, David played the harp to calm the spirits that were tormenting Saul. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, That's right. That, what was that? That was a vibe through music. Like you could get That's peace right. through the vibe. So that's what I hear. That's what I see when I'm, when I'm, I'm observing that word, bro. <laughs> go right ahead. Go right ahead. Take it. Pass the three five. All right. Uh, LFF, go ahead, bro. That, that was so good. But that's what I see in you. And I, 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 I'm continually praying for you, for your, for your family, man, and just how you're using this art to really glorify Lord and bring that peace. I, I love that. That, that, res- man, that message resonates. I appreciate so that. That's so good. Man, that, that, that means so much, bro. I appreciate that, bro. For real. I want to say thank you for being transparent, talking about the anxiety and stuff, bro, because that's helpful for even to me. I'm 34 and just realized that I suffer from, I don't know what it is. Cause I haven't gone to like a therapist or anything like that, but like somebody official, yeah, yeah, like, but I, I, I suffer from social anxiety, like in, in social, mm. 
uh, settings unlike Zoom. So during the, during the pandemic, I've been like, oh, this is great. I love it. And it's I mean, cool. Yeah. There's a little bit of a barrier. You know what I mean? There's a there's it's just there. So it makes me a little bit more comfortable. But in social settings, like I can freak out. You know, just being around even people that I know. So it's always been. Can I yeah, say? Right, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Like, really, I think the one thing that people need to know is. I was talking with the, with my brother is that why like we expect ourselves to be okay like baseline you know what I mean like why why do I have to do anything to be to think right you know to feel good why do I have to do anything to feel good I mean we have to work out to be healthy you know what I'm saying we have to find treatment to be healthy like we can't we're not healthy like just in general baseline there's stuff that needs to be done to make sure that we are you know, in tip top shape, bro. So like, you know, you that you're 34, bro. Like if you were 45, it would be 10 times worse, 55, 10 times worse. Like it just keeps growing. And it, it, it's the, the law of entropy where it just keeps breaking down, bro. Like it just keeps getting worse. And to the point where, you know, God forbid anything bad happens to yourself, bro. Like you really need, I, I'm glad that you're recognizing it and you're taking hold of it before it gets to that point. Because I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a pre K teacher, bro, and I work with little viejitas, bro, that are in their sixties, and you know what I'm saying they're not viejitas, but you know I'm working with ladies that are older along in their life, and themselves they have they're dealing with anxiety. They're on the same medication that I'm taking that the doctor just prescribed them like this past year, this past few months because of the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're barely dealing with this stuff. And it got to the point where they just couldn't handle it no more. And they're later along in their life, bro. Like, so if you don't do anything about it, like, it's just going to follow you. And it's just going to be, you know, and I, I I really hope that somebody's hearing this and will we'll know that, bro, you're not crazy for reaching out to a doctor about your mental health. Like, you're not crazy. You know, I, that's the one thing that I thought. I'm not crazy for taking medication. I'm not, I'm not unstable. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm just trying to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to take care of something within my own health. I'm not crazy for having high cholesterol and having to take medication for it, bro. Like I'm not unstable for that. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get healthy. And that that's the pivotal point of it. And I think there's a big stigma, bro. Like, and I'm sorry, I just had to say that for anybody that's watching, bro. Like you're not, there's no, there's no bad viewpoint to you. You know, from your own from your own mind, that should stop you from getting help. Like you really should take care of this before it gets too unbearable. You know, oh, man, it's that's important. good at so many levels, and and I I I deal with it uh, to a certain extent too, just like clinical level of um, of depression and anxiety, not diagnosed or anything like that, but just through the pattern and trends of the trauma of my life, mm. and then also generationally, um, my mom's traumas. Right, like, like it, it, it actually, it literally runs yeah. in my family. Something that I, I've assessed and witnessed, yeah. um, and that's a whole other process. I get into another time, but I, but thank you for sharing that, and being so open about that, and, and coming from your perspective of it, and how it really relates to translate for you. Because we go to a doctor if something's wrong with our body, right? Yeah. If there's something wrong with my emotions, I need to go to a doctor. If there's something wrong with my mind, my cognition. I need to go to a doctor, and right? I, like, I, it just I makes think, sense. If it's something wrong with a car, go to the mechanic, right? So I, I, it's kind of... I, I think that's where people get it, is where they say, like, oh, there's something wrong with me. But I think it's more along the lines to say, like, 
man, if I want to be healthy, I got to eat right. Man, if I want to, if I want to be fit, I got to, I got to work out. I got to eat right. You know what I mean? I, I would equate it to that more so to show that you have to do something progressive. Like you have to do something on the pre side rather than something on the, on the backside of it. You know what I mean? Do something to prevent it from going on, you know, do something to prevent heart failure by working out. You know what I'm saying? Do breathing exercises in the morning. Literally, bro. Like this is one thing that my therapist taught me. Is there it's the four 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 breathing? Four four four. I know all these people know about that. Wendy's, you know what I mean? Uh it's four 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 through your nose, hold four, and release four. You know what I mean? So uh, it's you hold you breathe in four, hold it for four seconds, and breathe out through your mouth four. The Navy SEALs do that when they're in war. So if the Navy SEAL and it work, if it works for the Navy SEALs that are literally getting shot at, like why wouldn't it work for me that I'm sitting on my couch? You know what I mean? Like literally breathing exercises is like if you don't want to take medication, do that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's stuff that can be done progressively, uh, you know, to preventatively before it gets to any bad point, bro. So. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I thank you guys for sharing that as well, dude, because it, it's a big thing to acknowledge that. I, we thank you, man. We thank you for being <laughs> open and honest. That just allows, and, and that goes back to that relational aspect. And, and I, I'm done with this. You just, you like, you bless me so much. There's so much I, I want to now internalize and process. Um, just going off of this is so, so good, so valuable. Just, just getting into your world just as a creator I guess I mean as we wrap up uh, I'll go to this and then LMF wants to add to it um, what what do we what can we expect from what you're doing now because uh, I know you just said you got an EP drop a project I say, say I say it's a short album short album short album yeah, okay I, I, don't, uh, I don't think I don't think people I don't think people take EPs seriously you know what no, I mean they it's, don't. It, you know what I mean that's why I'm gonna I'm just gonna change the name of it it's an album. Look at it as an album, bro. Then people will internalize it. <laughs> you know? So you got the album coming. What can we expect from 350 Music? Like, with the new album, with the new project, like, as far as content, creativity, so, anything that you're trying to do different? Really tackling the branding of Solace. Really, really being upfront about it. I'm dropping a song February 2nd, which uh, I don't know if this is going to be out before then or after then. What do you think? Oh, whatever, whatever you'll say after okay so this is this will be out after that i have a song called wilm which literally means wish i like marijuana i didn't want to name it that to to draw people away from it but you know just this is literally the start of me addressing the the topic of solace you know uh wish i like marijuana you know uh it, it's me like this is the thought process of me when I was going through this last July saying, man, if I was a kid, like as a kid, man, I wish I, I liked marijuana because I don't. I wish I did because maybe I wouldn't be going through this. You know, maybe I have like something else to to take me away from this, you know, trying to find the easy way out. You know, so you, you'll start to see that more. Um, definitely the hype is not going away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trust that for sure. You know, when when, when my oh, album comes out, man. you're gonna you're gonna see a Kleso on there, you're gonna see Paris Grid, you're gonna see uh who I got I got you right here. <laughs> Rockstar JT. Like you know what I'm saying, the hype is gonna be there for hey. sure. 
but but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very intentional about giving peace, you know, and showing people where the peace resides, where the peace is at now. Nah, but <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hey, so wait, well, the next time the next opportunity you get, you got an insider from us. The truth specifically said he loves the work you young guys are doing, and he mentioned JT by JT. name, like particularly. Like a rock star, I would love to work with rock star JT. It was like, all right, we're gonna make that plug, we're gonna make that happen. So, that, awesome I mean, guy, bro. But, but he was talking about like just the whole cohort of you young creators from all around because you guys are from all different places. But you would think that you guys fellowship on the regular, right? Like that, these same people that you mentioned, it like that, that. That's what the perception would be on social media. Like you guys just jump in the car and you guys go eat Chick fil A together or sushi or whatever. Like all the time, because that's the level of fellowship that you portray, which is beautiful and amazing because that's what our Lord said. Like, how would the people know you by how you love one another? I mean, I'll I, I tell you this. I'll tell you this. A lot of people are moving to Atlanta for that purpose because a lot of a lot of us are friends. I really got I really got taken in uh, by this friend group that they, they saw something in me and they're like, you know, what? like we want to help build you up. And, you know, they're very nice guys. You know what I mean? I don't want to just throw out their names because they're, they have that, that, that famous word on them, you know, but like they, they, they really are genuine loving people and they really are like, they're fun guys. You know what I mean? They're, they're awesome dudes. And a lot of people are moving over there just for that, for that community. You know what I mean? So it is like that. It definitely is like that link. Like people are genuinely friends. It's just that we're we're all like far apart, but we're trying to get together more and you know, trying to build that up, that community aspect of it. Definitely. Hey. Yeah, so no no question over here, but you know, you're talking about moving around. I'll I'll, I'll drop an exclusive <laughs> too, I guess. Um, so I'm gonna be actually moving to Texas. So I'm gonna be a Texas boy, I guess. I gotta learn how to be a Texas boy. Hey. I'm going to Dallas. So you, you're uh, South Texas, right? I'm nine hours from Dallas. Nine hours? Dude, Texas is its Texas own. Texas is that big? Texas, bro, bro, to to get out of Texas is 15 hours. It's its, it's its own country, bro. For real. Dang. Like, I, I, was, I, was, I was getting booked for shows like in Amarillo or something like that. And they're like, oh, you're in Texas, right? Can you just drive through and stuff? And I was like, bro, Amarillo's eight hours from me. Like... I mean, you gotta help me out. Like, it's like it's like people equate it with like being in Minnesota, like like the next big city is like an hour or two hours away or something like that. Like, no, Texas is it's pretty huge, bro. I'm right by the border, by the way. Like, I'm five minutes from the border. So, oh, that's dope. Yeah, man. So I'm like, the city that I'm in is the last like expressway. You know, like the last, like it ends here in the U.S. So when uh, our former president, who I won't say, uh, his last days when he came to uh, to the wall, uh, it's right here. Like he was here in my city. Like that, that's where that's where we live. Wow. You know what I mean? So just to give people more perspective on where we're at, like I'm really I'm really right here by the border, which is cool. I love it, but. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Whoa, we we gonna have to get you back to chop that down and, and delve into that a little bit, just perspective and then the ministerial aspect and how you carried that experience and how you maintain relationships. Definitely, bro. bro. I mean, I love this, bro. Thank y'all, man, for just having this platform, bro. Like, 
It's beyond words, bro. I'm humbled by it, man. Thank you. So how can the people find you? How can they follow you? Drop all your handles. Yeah, man. So like I said, I got a lot of music ready, a lot of music coming out. Like you're not going to not see me. I mean, I, I think I've made that very clear. Even in 2020, when I first started dropping music, I was always I was always around. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at 350 music, 350 music you know all together no no frills nothing that's instagram twitter facebook youtube as well 350 music all together um and um like like i said music everywhere man spotify 350 literally why i changed my name to 350 because it's easy to find me you know you can find me anywhere so 350 on spotify 350 on apple music amazon music uh whatever you do man just you know, know that when you come in, when you're hearing our music, bro, uh, I hope you're blessed by it. And I hope you really are drawn to find peace in your life from uh, Yahweh himself. Yeah. That you find soulless. Soulless. I didn't want to say soulless. I didn't want to pronounce it as soulless because it sounds like without a soul, like soulless. Soulless. I just, I just say soulless. Yeah. Soulless. Amen. Thank you, guys. Praise God. Yo, 350, thank you for rocking with us, man. Uh, we definitely, we're rocking with you and with the music and with everything that you got going forward. And always know this is a media outlet for you and we're going to be promoting you hard, bro. Man, I appreciate that so much, man. LNF, Link, thank you guys so much, bro. I cannot say that enough. Wow, this has been the Missing Link Podcast. Yo, Profit Link, yo, where can the people find you on social media? At Profit Link on all social media platforms, spelled normally just like it is right down here. And I'm DJ Lost and Found. You can find me uh, at DJ Lost and Found, the letter N found on all social media platforms. Uh, and also Spotify as well. Check out Profit Link, his music. I got music on Spotify as well. Man, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we, we thank Mr. Three. Hold on, let me do it right. Three, five from the east side. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, from the east side. back with you next week. Uh, peace out. We love y'all. Love y'all. They don't call me three, five from the east side. Just for nothing, we could be fine. You could be right just for touching. It's that Luther mindset. Peace of mind, never running. Ain't no peace signs when you reside. Where they love me up? Uh, this ain't my mama's son. I feel I'm on a son. Can't help but bop a son. Yo, 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 yo. Can't help from falling, son. This ain't my mama's son. Don't come to borrow, son. Yeah, yeah, running it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like gunning it. Yeah, yeah, swerving and shunning it. Yeah, yeah, I cannot run from it. Yeah, yeah, dig it up.
Who let the questions fight these pastors out here looking like Riddler now? I ain't really doing no back and forth, so you might as well reconsider now. Did it get big when I started? Mama told me she ain't no quitter now. I can take you to the water. I ain't finna be your babysitter now. I'm from the east side. Just for nothing, we could be fine. You could be right just for touching this. That loop the mindset. Peace of mind, never running. Ain't no peace signs when you reside. Where they love me, oh. 